0: July 13, 2022, Christian Science Bible Lesson Sermon, read from English Standard Version, copyrighted by Crossway Bibles, and from 21st Century Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, a modern version of Mary Baker Eddy's Science and Health, copyrighted by Cheryl Peterson. Subject Judgment. Golden Text Luke. Settle it therefore in your minds not to meditate beforehand how to answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Exodus Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. The Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord? that I should obey his voice and let Israel go. I do not know the Lord, and moreover, I will not let Israel go. The same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their foremen, You shall no longer give the people straw to make bricks, as in the past. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. So the people were scattered throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters were urgent, saying, Complete your work your daily task each day, as when there was straw. And the foremen of the people of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why have you not done all your task of making bricks today and yesterday, as in the past? Then Moses turned to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you done evil to this people? Why did you ever send me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people and you have not delivered your people at all. But the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand he will send them out, and with a strong hand he will drive them out of his land. The Lord said to Moses, Yet one plague more I will bring upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterward he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will drive you away completely speak now, in the hearing of the people, that they ask, every man of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor, for silver and gold jewelry. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for the Israel, his people, how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. The next day, Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moses from morning till evening. When Moses's father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, What is this that you are doing for the people? Why do you sit alone and all the people stand around you from morning till evening? and God be with you. You shall represent the people before God, and bring their cases to God, and you shall warn them about the statutes and the laws, and make them know the way in which they must walk and what they must do. Moreover, look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy, and hate a bribe, and place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens, And let them judge the people at all times every great matter they shall bring to you but any small matter they shall decide themselves so it will be easier for you and they will bear the burden with you if you do this god will direct you you will be able to endure and all this people also will go to their place in peace 21st century science and health experience has proved the fallacy of material systems in general The theories of human systems are sometimes destructive, and it is better to keep that fact in mind. Would you urge people to let evils overcome them? Would you assure a person that all misfortunes are from God, against whom human beings should not fight? Will you tell the sick that their condition is hopeless, unless it can be aided by a drug, operation, or different climate? Are human temporal means the only refuge from fatal chances? why tell people a religious creed will save them? Is there no divine permission to conquer disorder of every kind with harmony, with truth and love? We should remember that life is God and that God is omnipotent. To forget that God is our life can unconsciously enable suffering when it needs to be contradicted. Not understanding divine science, The sick usually have little faith in it until they feel its altruistic influence. This shows that faith is not the healer in such cases. Instead of admitting the reality of afflictions, deny them any reality. We should stand up against the testimony of the deceitful senses while maintaining our spirituality and ongoing likeness to God. Uncover error and it turns the lie on you. Until the non-being of error appears, the moral demand will not be met, and the ability to make nothing of error will fall short. We should wince when insisting the unreal is real. The foundation of evil is laid on a belief in something besides God. Believing there is another being other than God tends to urge two opposite powers instead of inspiring the claims of truth alone. The mistake of thinking that error can be real when it is merely the absence of truth leads to belief in the superiority of error. If it becomes necessary to startle human mind to break its dream of suffering, urgently and forcefully tell your patient that they must wake up. Turn the patient's gaze from the false evidence of physical sense to the harmonious facts of soul and spirituality. Tell them that they suffer only as the mentally ill suffer from false beliefs. The only difference is the the brain is the problem rather than the body, but they both are disorders. Disorder is a word which conveys the true definition of all human beliefs in ill ill health or disturbed harmony. Should you thus startle and awaken human mind in order to remove its erroneous belief, Afterwards, make known to the patient your motive for this shock. Show the patient that the mental jolt was to facilitate recovery. Luke Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbiter over you? And he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for at one's life, does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Second Timothy I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. 21st Century Science and Health A human judge sometimes remits the penalty that comes with a broken law, but this may not be a moral benefit to the criminal. At best, it only saves the criminal from one form of punishment. The moral law, which has the right to acquit or condemn, always demands restitution before human beings can move up to a better place. Penalties compel progress. While Divine Principle never pardons mistakes until they are corrected, mere legal pardon leaves the offender free to repeat the offense. Sometimes the offender has suffered and made others suffer so much that they don't want to repeat the mistake. Truth doesn't excuse error, but wipes it out in the most effectual manner. Jesus suffered not to annul the Divine sentence for other people's sin, but because sin inevitably hurts others. Repetitious prayers bring to mortals what they believe will occur. We know a desire for holiness is necessary to gain holiness, but if we desire holiness above all else, we will sacrifice everything for it. We must be willing to surrender mortal thoughts that we may walk securely on the only practical road to immortality. Prayer can't change the unalterable truth, nor can prayer alone give us an understanding of truth. Prayer, attached to a sincere intent to know and do God's will, brings us into all truth. Prayer is best expressed in thought and in life. The effect of prayer is a fervent desire for growth and grace. Expressed in patience, humility, love, and good deeds. The poor, suffering heart needs its spiritual nutriment, such as peace, patience in distress, and a priceless sense of the dear father-mother's loving-kindness. Patience is symbolized by the tireless worm creeping over lofty summits and persevering in its intent. In healing the sick and sinning, Jesus actively brought attention to the fact that the healing effect followed the understanding of the divine principle and of the Christ Spirit, which controlled his physical self. As divine principle is scientifically understood, you can comprehend and experience for yourself the works of Christ, truth. The Bible declares that all believers will be called priests of the Lord. Spiritual leaders should pursue the dignity of God's laws rather than pursue a position of church power. Inferior motives induce attacks on individuals who only repeat Christ's teachings but don't live them. Promiscuousness and self-centeredness are educated in mortal mind when human beings repeat the same thoughts over and over This education is at the expense of spiritual growth. Expect to heal simply by repeating my words, by right-talking and wrong-acting, and you will be disappointed. The divine science taught in the original language of the Bible came through inspiration and needs inspiration to be understood. Without inspiration, the spiritual meaning of the Bible is misinterpreted and people only repeat what an inspired teacher had said. An uninspired expression changes the intent and misstates the science of the scriptures. Anatomy, when conceived of spiritually, is mental self-knowledge. Anatomy consists of dissecting thoughts in order to discover their quality, quantity, and origin. Are thoughts divine or human? That is the important question. This branch of study is indispensable to the excision of error. The anatomy of Christian science teaches when and how to examine the self-inflicted wounds of ill-will, hostility, envy, and excuse-making. It teaches the control of foolish ambition. It unfolds the sacred influences of honesty, philanthropy, spiritual love. It urges the government of the body, both in health and in sickness. Through an understanding of mental anatomy, we can discern and deal with the real cause of disease instead of analyzing only symptoms or effects that constantly fluctuate under influences not embraced in the diagnosis and oftentimes cause a stumble or fall in darkness. God is mind and God is infinite and so all is mind. On this statement rests the science of being, and the principle of this science is divine, demonstrating harmony and spirituality.